Yo, everybody, it's episode 74. We are moving on to episode 74, and I got another friend uh, that I had the pleasure of meeting, um, and he is a writer and director out of Sacramento, you know. Um, his name is James Paul Nelson. And Hello. What up, James? Hey. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to Fumble Podcast. Uh, I'm going to give you your intro here. Um, I want to give you your due diligence. James enjoys. This is funny. This is his words, not mine. James enjoys making shit up. If it's funny, it's funny. But most of the time, he's trying to make girls cry on paper because he can make them laugh in person. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, James is currently working on a film, um, which is a feature film called being james nelson where he shares his mindset and personal journey to establish himself in the entertainment industry as the artist uh he set out to be that film follows the ups and downs as well as a as a well lets you see who exactly this crazy artist everyone knows but everyone doesn't know okay cool so i want to talk about this film because um i was actually at uh, uh, Lancewood headlining show at the Punchline in Sacramento, and that's where I met you originally. Yeah, yeah. And, and you went up and you did about 10, 15 minutes of material. 15, about 13. 13 minutes. First time you did yeah. stand-up. Yeah. It was the first time. That's dope, man. The the, the balls it took to do that, I, I, I commend you for that. <laughs> and you also were filming. That was your uh, first day of shooting. Um, yes. Of this film that we just yes. talked about being James Nelson. And that yes. was kind of the premise of your stand-up as well. Uh, yeah. So talk to me about the film and and then we'll tie into the to that night at, at the punchline. But tell me well, what okay. this film is about. So basically, yes. Yeah. So I I have been trying to break into this film business and entertainment business ever since I was 19 years old. I at 19, I wrote my first screenplay, you know. And I was thinking, I thought it was good, you know, it was one of those things. But uh, it, some people like it, some people don't. You know, at, at 19, how good could you possibly be, you know? <laughs> how good of a writer, how good of a storyteller can you possibly be at that age? Testosterone, you know, I, testosterone tells us we're the best in the world. Yeah, at that age. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but our mind, mind is not even close. But continue. Yeah, so, but anyway... So over the years, uh, I've had my ups and downs. I moved to uh, Irvine, California, and I was uh, I was out there pursuing acting and uh, directing things like that, networking, uh, basically just uh, the the film festivals, uh, basically volunteering at the film festivals, getting to meet people, getting to know people. That's what I was doing. But the problem was, six months into me being out there, I started a relationship with a girl. And it kind of derailed my career at that point because it was all about her all about all the time, you know? So it was just like, I would work my day job and then I would see her work lost, and see her. Hey, you've been, I've been there. You lost focus on, on what your, your real purpose was. And, and exactly. When yeah. We, when we start chasing tail, it happens, man. Uh, yeah. That, that Yeah. I was and bad. At, <laughs> and, at, and at 20, 21, like the twenties, man, that it, that balance, it's, you know, you, you don't think you're sacrificing anything real, but mm -hmm. later on you find out. You figure it out. Yeah. yeah. 
So, so tell us about that journey of, of realization, like with that. Well, uh, after about, you know, that, that relationship lasted three years. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a short thing, but it wasn't long, you know, three years is three years, it's you know, that that's long for a young life, yeah. you know, being that age, that's long being that age. Right. But, uh, when it, when it kind of fell apart, I, I got, I, I had to end, I ended up losing my job in uh, SoCal, losing her. You know, and I just looked around. I was like, you know what? What am I doing here? You know, am I going to really just stay in SoCal, you know, and try to just live out here? It's expensive. I don't know what to do. I'm not I, I was finding other jobs. But to be honest, like I didn't like what I was finding. And so I had to move back to Sacramento. I got in. So I, I, when I moved back to Sacramento, uh, it took a little time. I was depressed. I was a little down, yeah. you know, but I realized I was like, you know what? It's not going to stop me. So I just started writing and going hard in Sacramento. Why, and do, you so, think, why do you think uh, you specifically, aside from the obvious, which was you were not um, finding the job or you weren't in a good place, but why do you think that depression comes to a lot of artists like yourself and other artists? Because there's a lot of us that that deal with that shit. So I know. Well, the thing is, like, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I have an ego. Like, I have a little bit of an ego, and I honestly. But the thing is, I feel like I can back it up. You know, if you read the things I wrote, mm -hmm. and if you see the stories, and if you hear what I have in my head already, even at this age, you know, it's like I'll, I'll put pitted against anybody else. Like, so I, I really was. Was that the part? Uh, was that one of the causes of the depression? Because yeah. You were, you were thinking, uh, you know, you had everything, you had gold, but no one cared. Is that what? Yeah, absolutely that. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> that. To this day, that's how I feel. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, I've written now, I'm, I'm up to almost nine or ten screenplays. But, like, I, the problem is I've only, only really sold and made money on one, mm -hmm. you know, that was hired to write one. But that one, I don't even have my name on it. That one is I ghost wrote for somebody else. They paid me. They paid ah. me decent money, but my name's not on it. So you're you not getting credit for it. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah but yeah, the yeah. thing is, the thing is though, uh, I thought, hey, I'd get more jobs. You know, I, I, I do this. They'll just start trickling in jobs here and there. Yeah. And it, 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 they had me re, uh, they had me write the first draft. They liked it. But they wanted polishes and changes. Yeah. They had me make those changes. And then now it's been about a year and a half, almost two years. And I don't know what the status of that production is. But at the same time, it's just like, man, I thought I'd get at least one or two you know, jobs out of it. But I, it's just back to me writing my own stuff, writing my own stuff and working on my own projects. So what do you learn? What, did, what was the lesson learned from that experience? Well, uh, Every time you write something new, you know, anytime you just set out to write something, you learn. You're going to learn new. And that, that particular story, okay, it was a, it's a true story about uh, a gentleman that survived World War II, okay. about his life story. I won't, I won't tell the guy's name or yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, I, can't, I can't go into that. But, right. like, basically, uh, it's a true story. That was the first time I had ever written a true story. You know, they, they sent me the guy's book, and I had to read it and look over it and then adapt it basically into the screenplay. Yeah. And so that's what I did. That was the first one I've ever done that for. And it was just like, I was scared. Cause like normally I make up dialogue. I make like what you said in my intro, I make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, uh, you, now I can't, I can't, it's about this guy's life. You know, so, I, yeah. yeah. 
So I, you know, I guess so- I guess what I'm uh, because this uh, show business man, it's it's uh, it's a beast, right? It's a mm-hmm. beast to tackle to to get name recognition. Everybody and their moms are trying to get into show business, right? So what puts what lessons can we learn or or where can we smarten up because it's it's one thing to work hard and have passion right mm-hmm. you and i it, it clearly have that um working hard and passion is is only part of the equation the other part absolutely of it, the only the other part of it is working smart and knowing and learning from other people who've done this successfully and learning um where what mistakes to avoid what uh uh how to not just jump in head first um without any plan or without a team a, a, a trusted team that, mm-hmm. that can get us that can get us uh to the to the the finish line to the finish line or you know to to re- the starting line to be honest because there is no finish line there is no finish line but yeah getting us to that uh getting us to that recognition where our um, network, you know, with the networking, with the connections, and mm-hmm. uh, it—that's the world we live in, man. This show business world is is about who you know, right? Mm-hmm. It's about, it's about and, and kudos to you because I want to tie into this now as a segue. You reached out to Lance and mm-hmm. you, you asked him if you could sh- have your first day of shoot be at his uh, uh, show. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the dates, but it was last month, June twenty second. June twenty second. There you go. We all, uh, I just happened to be there with some other comics and, and friends. We showed up to the punchline mm-hmm. and, and then a surprise to me when we got our tickets, they said, our uh, sign here, if you're okay to being in this film, which was your film. Yeah. Uh, so, so, um, how did that come about? How did you reach out to Lance? How did that? Okay. How did that? It's kind of funny because at it? that yeah. point, Lance is, Lance is, is like a, uh, an acquaintance of mine. Because I, um, my day job for five, the past five years was working at Golden One Center. Yeah. So I met Lance Woods because we would always talk when he would come in. I, I recognized him and, and he's just such a cool guy. He's like amazing. he's very easy to talk to. Yeah. He's just, he's funny as hell. And it's just like, he's, he's, he's just a dope guy, dope yeah. guy to deal with at all the time. Yeah. And so I reached out. I was like, Hey, I told him, I said, Hey, I kind of wrote this kind of this scene a scene where a character it needs like is, is opening or doing his first ever stand-up type of thing and you know i told him i said hey uh if i bomb it's good for my movie mm-hmm. if i kill it it's good for my movie mm-hmm. but the thing is if i bomb and it's and i and i just book a day at a regular like venue okay and i bo- get my extras get everything if I bomb, well, then those people are not going to have a good time, mm-hmm. you know, th- but if I do it, you know, opening for him, they're not there to see me. Yeah. They're there to see him. Yeah. So I could bomb and then the, then the night is still saved right. because it's not me. It's not, yeah. it's not my night, you know? Yeah. But, and so when he, when he understood that, he was like, Oh, absolutely. James. Yeah, let's do it. And, and, and so he got me in touch with live nation and we, we handled everything. That's great. And, and, um, that's good that you you were uh, you had the wherewithal w- um, with the high possibility of it being a bomb, considering it was your first one. Yeah, uh, stand up is not easy, ladies and gentlemen. That that shit is uh, it's daunting going up for the first time uh, and being an opener for Lance Woods, who's who's 
got a special. He's, you know, he's doing big things. Um, you know, he's, uh, so it, uh, I like the, uh, amount of fortitude that took from you to do that <laughs> and you went through with it and i watched that you know and uh -huh. you know it you really you really delivered it in an alpha way i could say like it was just <laughs> you know? well that was the carry that's the thing like i know the, the movie said it's being james nelson yeah and it's like oh he's just playing himself He's yeah. just being himself. Yeah. No, I was playing a character. Right, That's right. part of what I'm doing with this movie. Yeah. I, there, I'm playing a character. I'm an actor. No. You know, so like there, there's, there's different times where I'm, I, you're going to see it when the movie unfolds. No. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be uh, explained to you there when you right. actually see that, Hey, this guy, you know, you know, he's got the reputation of what he here and there, but like, you know, who is he really? Because like some people will tell you one thing, And then other people will tell you another thing. And then the people who actually kick it with me and all this is, you know, this, there's just, there, you're going to get conflicting stories right. depending on who you talk to. Yeah. And so when I got up there, I was in character. I was, uh, the character was, okay, 20 years in trying to break in the film. You're mad as fuck about 20 years trying to break in. So what does that do to somebody who's going to go up there and be a comedian? You know, yeah. what's he going to say? What's yeah. he, what's he, what, where's the fire? Where's the anger? That's oh. the character I got up there and did. It was definitely entertaining. Oh, uh, you were entertaining. That's good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Was, You're entertaining. Yo, it was entertaining. I'm, I'm, I'm being straight up with you, man. Uh, uh, I think it was an acquired taste. Absolutely, it was. Yeah. Because I don't think like the people who were just uh, regular folks that were there to watch, they mm. didn't, they didn't get that as much, right? They didn't. Yeah, yeah. Understand. It had. It didn't even have much to do with your delivery. It had more to do with um, they weren't prepared. They didn't know this was happening until they showed up at the yeah. Show, right. Mm -hmm. If you just if no one knew you were filming, and you know what I mean, like I feel like it may have been, had a different reaction. But mm -hmm. but you had to tell them because it's a it's a it's a out of out of uh, abundance of legalities and all that. You had to let them know. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I would say. Um, Was it a perfect performance? No, but it was um, it was strong, and and like you said, you were in a character that that had to be consistent regardless of the reaction. Exactly. That that's it. Like I I, I wrote out basically it was a 13 minute monologue. Yeah. It was a 13 minute monologue that I had that I had to memorize and yeah. perform. And again, normally in a movie you can cut. Yeah. And I can read, I can redo stuff. Right. But when I was up there, I did it like a stage performance. That's right. You know, like I had yeah. 13, I had, I had to go through my whole act and just unload everything and just try to be funny. I got laughs here and there yeah, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where it got the laughs. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I was hoping I'd get more, but you know, I, I didn't, I, again, I was in character. I was yeah. at that point, I couldn't hear or feel the audience anymore. All I was focused in was get like, there's certain things I want to hit. Yep. There's a certain way I want to say this yep. and get it out. And again, I have one take, right. one take, that's right. you know, yeah. so that's what I did. And that's so you're going to see it in the, in the movie, yeah. but I think in the movie too, I might show you that, uh, the me practicing it, like, cause yeah. I practiced it at, at CRC. Like I practiced the whole routine a couple of times, recorded it. Yeah. So I'm, I might, I, I we have to figure, I, I got to talk to the editor. You know, so but we got to figure it out, like how we're going to show that, because I, I can we can show pieces of me at CRC practicing the same, you know, routine. Right. And then we can show cut pieces of the actual performance. And yeah, it would be great.
they and you'll figure, that. Yeah, and, and you'll you'll come up with the right way to approach that. Um, so now you said you're an actor. So you've had experience growing up. Um, did you do theater in school? Absolutely. I, I have a degree. I, I have a de two degrees from uh, Consumers River College. Yeah. I have a, a, de a degree in theater arts. Yeah. And I have a degree in film studies. Yeah. You, you see, you see how that ties in basically. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. The, the theater is for basically the, the performing and the writing a little bit. Mm -hmm. The the film uh, degree is for the directing and like back end editing and back end stuff that you know yeah. you need to know. But I'm just trying to be the, the most complete artist I can be. You know, I just that that's all I can do. You and, know, because and then the thing is like this comedy thing. I didn't necessarily set out to be a comedian. Yeah. But like after getting up there and doing that, and I, I had fun. Yeah. I had fun doing that. And then to be honest, it's to it's easier to promote yourself and your entertainment brand yeah. as a comedian than a writer director. Right. Because as a writer director, I have to come up with a story and write a whole thing out, mm -hmm. film it, do all that. That takes time. Yeah. Comedy, if you could record an open mic, you could record, you know, whatever you could. I've done skits as well that are on YouTube, you know, little skits. And just like I, I just recently, like ever since I did the, the that stand up. But like, yeah, the, those things are like uh, they're fun to do. And they don't it, it doesn't say, you know, yes, you got to still come up with it. Right. You got to perform it. You got to do all that. Well, that's fun, though. But at the same time, it's not the preparation. It's it, not it, nearly yeah, the, each, the same. Each each of those medium mediums has its own. Uh... Oh, your camera went off. Oh. There they go. Yeah. yeah Sorry. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> uh, each of the uh, each of those mediums has their own. It poses its own challenges and yes. it has its own difficulties. We're not saying that filming is harder than comedy. It's it's they're just two different beasts. Um, yeah. So. Uh, but that's good that, you know, that's interesting that, you know, you, you you've have the experience you've done. Uh, you have skits up. What uh, what what are your channels, by the way? Um, like, are you on, on Instagram? Like, plug away your your channels so people can. Well, uh, on Instagram, it's kind of funny. My, my handle is Rose Raise You Long Time. <laughs> and uh, the reason why is I'm a, I'm a little bit of a semi-professional poker player. Uh, I, I make my money, my spending money, uh, basically just playing poker at Capital Casino. I'm waiting for the new poker, the new casino to open in Elk Grove because that's closer to my house. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Rose Raise You Long Time is Rose that is the handle. Okay. Is uh is the handle on IG. Okay. And uh, but at, at the same time, like on on uh, YouTube, it's uh, uh, I think it's just James Paul Nelson. Like if James you just Paul. search James Paul Nelson, my yeah. channel should pop up. But yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm not specializing in one thing. Yeah. Like I'm showing people my poker videos. I'm showing people like I have. A, I had. Uh, I still do, but I haven't done in m uh, many episodes yet. Uh, lately, about uh, it's called Writer on Writing, and it's about like uh, just me reviewing all kinds of different movies, books, anything that like you know pops up in that I'm enjoying at the time, yeah. and then also just giving like little feedback and scenes on that. And then just short films that I've done. And then also now the comedy, yeah. you know, so there's like a bunch of different types of videos on that channel. I think I have like 80 or 90 videos, but they're not all the, the same type of video. Right. Right. That, yeah. That. But, and then, and then the last one is like on, on Facebook, uh, I believe it's, uh, let me, let me, let me double check. Oh, let me make sure I'm yeah, on Facebook I've, right now. I've seen your, your vlogs on Facebook too. It was, uh, here, I can look it up too. Uh, but yeah, it was um, 
Yeah, it's facebook.com slash writing beast. Writing beast. Okay. Writing beast. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the James, that's the being James Nelson Facebook official page uh, of my, my, that's the public figure page. I also have, you know, uh, my friend page and that's, that's just, uh, I believe that's James dot Nelson dot nine one six. You know, I'm so like, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you want to, either one of those, you, you could follow me on there. Yeah. You know, follow, follow this man. You listen to, <laughs> you listen to Nirvana, Nirvana too. It looks like. Huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I listen to everything. I listen to everything. Yeah. 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 I like Nirvana, man. Yeah. I was a metalhead growing up. So, um, but, uh, that's dope, man. Um, what are, uh, so what, what's the next phase with the, with the film? Well, the, the crazy thing is that there's there's been like some turmoil okay, that's yeah. been popping off on How my much film. can you share? Yeah, share what you can share. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll share the I'll share the first uh, the first two things. Okay. Okay. So the first two things is the okay that first night that we were that we filmed at Lance Woods, it was kind of a a, a moving circus, mm -hmm. you know, because like it was the first night. Didn't know what to expect from the crew. Didn't know what to expect from everybody. You know, there was written handshake agreements with everybody that we were all going to do what we were all going to do. But we hadn't worked together. We didn't know what to expect. The thing is, I just, in my head, I just wanted the film, the performance, that what I was going to do on stage. That's all I wanted. But one of the producers uh, wanted to film all kinds of other scenes, you know, just because we were already at the, the punchline. You know, it made sense. But we weren't prepared for it, you know, and he dropped that on us like he was insistent on it about two or three days before we did. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I wasn't prepared to write all those scenes. So we improvised it yeah. like all those scenes that I shot with him and the other people with that. I wasn't on stage were improvised, improvised acting mm -hmm. and like the blocking, everything all improvised all that day. Yeah. And so it was a mess. It was a little bit of a mess. Yeah. But that guy's performance wasn't exactly amazing it wasn't great and because of it like i i when i reviewed the footage i saw it and i was like man but it was only day one you know i was like it's just day one we could fix it we could fix this i tried to talk to him call him let him know and before i could get like uh to explain everything he quit like he he started blaming me and like feeling like he was saying that I made him look bad and all this because I was unprepared and all this. And I was trying to explain to him. I was like, you're the one that wanted to do that. You know, you're the one that was insisting that we do all these scenes that I, yes, I was not prepared for, you know, because you, I, I had no time to prepare and write those scenes out. And then now you're mad and you hadn't even seen the footage yet. And you're, you're mad, you know, and you're quitting my film. And so that happened. That yeah. was the first, that, that was day one. Yeah. You know, after that, I lost an actor producer on the project, yep. you know, with that move. And so now what it, what it forced me to do is the narrative that I was writing. I can't go with that narrative anymore, That's fine. you know, because he he was a big part of that film. Yeah. So that that normally like that. Here's the funny thing. How many movies do you know that you could lose an, an actor producer on day one and still recover and make an even better movie? after that and so that that's that's the that's where i'm at right now I I, think, I'm like yeah i think that's your lesson there is that you 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 deal with the storm and you 
you plow through that bitch. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. You just push through, man. You gotta when you have a when you have a vision and you have a you have a goal to make this film, you're gonna run into walls all the time. Yes. And, and that's just the nature of trying to work with anybody, even if they if they're good intended, even if they're even like they're trying to, you know, cooperate. Like there's so many factors in creating creating something that that can yeah. go wrong and they will go wrong but what what happens is you you have to be flexible and you yeah. just you just continue to 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 kind of like shape shift like a and 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 like a chameleon you know you just have to keep adjusting and and then and, and eventually you get to the point to the end line like uh i, I know another fellow director he, he went through very similar walls where the location he was going to film his entire film uh, they get there and with a day's notice that locations manager changed their mind. They yeah. Said, yeah. You can't, you That's can't crazy. Film, you can't film here, but he didn't stop. He, he called an audible and he found a new location and, and he finished the project and, and the film was dope. And, and, uh, and I watched it. And no, yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, uh, with the direction that this movie shifted because of what happened. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Like one of the things is, uh, I think I started to let you know about this. When I went to San Francisco this weekend, I was filming the next part of what we wanted to do, okay. uh, about like, uh, I was there for a concert, uh, for the, the a K-pop concert, the G idol concert. I was trying to get the girls into my movie, but, uh, the, the, the people at the Warfield, the actual venue were making it too hard to even talk to their tour manager. So I was not even able to pitch the idea to the girls. And so I was like, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But while I was out there, I met like uh, I would I was already in touch with like a couple of businesses in the air, like in that same hotel and in the area. And when I came in that that weekend, I met with the owner and he was telling me, he said, hey, you know, with the stuff you're doing with comedy and things like that, uh, I he, he let me know that he he has ideas to turn his uh, restaurant into an ultra lounge or like some sort of venue for more, for late night, like uh, type of entertainment. Mm -hmm. And so one of the, one of the things that the, that the guy was thinking about was comedy. And so he was asking me, and that's why I was, that's why I wanted to go on this podcast yeah. and let you know that your, your friends, your comedy friends, your comic friends in, in all around yeah. San Francisco, Sacramento, wherever, wherever they're from, if they're looking to book maybe a, a venue in San Francisco, reach out to you, send have them send their information to you or or if they if they want to add me on ig or yeah. if they want to follow me on facebook or whatever yeah. message me that information follow me and like i'll i'll save it because like this guy was i we're only in the beginning stages right but he he was just looking for it he was just like how you know can you he was asking can you help me you know yeah. can you help me set up something like that and i told him yeah i you know why not i can do it because you know i would with the comedians i know with you guys i have to build my network a little more yeah but uh with the djs and things like that i already have a big network of that so but yeah, at yeah, the man. same time you know that yeah. that's what i want to do let's go that's yeah that's that's dope um keep in touch with me about that uh what what, what materializes from that you just got to keep going man with this stuff uh and i think i i definitely um on, i definitely believe i have adhd and i'm i'm working on that but that's part of mm -hmm. the, part of being in entertainment is you want to do so many things and and like uh the the trick is to actually slow down and just focus on one you just get that one yeah uh, no but that, that's the thing though like we were go we we're gonna film this for the movie 
like okay, so uh like me like yeah, yeah. So uh, everything time? happening to me right now yeah is in the movie you're is, getting, is going to be in the movie that's you're getting um real opportunities from while you're filming this project yes uh, uh being james nelson i get it that's dope well cool man um so i like that i like that uh you just keep going right that that's uh my, my mentors tell me all the time just keep going don't let anything stop you uh and you'll get there you'll finish this project before you know it um and and i and, should have a trailer uh by next week or so like a oh. uh the first the first trailer the first trailer should be out by next week that's crazy okay so a 30 second trailer and maybe a two minute and 30 second trailer so one trailer for ig one trailer for youtube and facebook that's dope well you let me know, send me that link once it's ready and I'll share that on my, on my channels too. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course, man. All right, James. Well, dope, man. You guys, uh, this is James Paul Nelson. He's working on his, uh, film debut feature film, debut feature film being James Nelson. Um, and follow this man on his, uh, pages again. I have them here on the screen. Uh, uh, Subscribe to his YouTube channel um, and keep an eye out for being James Nelson. This is Pej the Maniac. You know where to find me on all my channels. Uh, I create daily co comedy content as well. And I'm also obviously on YouTube. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And now you can super like my videos. It'll help me out a little more. Um, and I would appreciate that a ton. This has been episode 74. Fumble Podcast, we out.